Welcome to the Jolt Episodes. This is a feature of the In Awe Podcast meant to give you energy and a boost to look around your world and exercise a signature strength. Between interviews with incredible women who leave us awe-inspired, I will share stories that will prompt you to look around and see the beauty in your own world. I hope you find yourself awe-inspired. Greetings to some of my very favorite people on this planet, my in awe community. I am so glad that you're here for this Jolt episode today. If you are new to these in 2020, I am sharing with you contributions from leaders who contributed faith and action stories to my latest book, Lead with Faith. Today's message comes from the T in faith, which stands for transcending titles and embracing transformation. From the chapter titled Servant Leadership or Martyrdom, we get this awesome contribution from Megan Anderson, a teacher and leader in Ohio. I believe there could not be a better time for us to hear Megan's message than right now when I'm sharing it with you, my friends. Many of us are serving in different ways than ever before, juggling a precarious juxtaposition of workload, parent load, and community care. Megan's story will most definitely speak life into you today. Uh, Brielle, our child of God daughter that was born with a rare genetic mutation, pointed in a determined manner to the crystal clear shower doors as we tiredly stood together side by side in my bathroom. I remember this scene from a few months ago, all too crystal clear. A mother that was physically and emotionally worn out from working two different educational positions, being a wife, a mommy, and lastly, numerous hospital stays between her daughter's seizures and constant battles with pneumonia that constantly kept creeping in like a Florida storm, sunny one second, and then would turn with a blink of an eye to a hard, quick, and ferocious rain. I could barely open my eyelids, let alone the shower door, to get ready for work that day. Ah. Uh, Brielle's petite little pointer finger motioned again to the shower. For a child that doesn't talk yet, I know and have learned her language well. Do you want to take a shower with me? I knew what her answer was going to be. Yeah, she shouted as her infectious sweet grin pierced my heart with joy. She was so excited. And if those crystal clear doors could show a crystal ball, God had provided her with a vision happening before her very own eyes that I didn't see coming. To be honest, I was selfishly really hoping if I took my time, she might forget. I thought this 10 to 15 minute hot, relaxing shower was my me time to refresh all by myself. Finally, I slipped one foot and then the other into the shower and then grabbed Brielle's hand with a steady grip. And as I stood there, I began to weep. I wasn't upset about our current situation. I was just weary, worn out, exhausted, dog tired. But the way in which the shower head was directed at me allowed the droplets to speckle my face in the right direction. It hid my tears. It hid my tired eyes. It hid every emotion I was feeling as I prayed for strength and whispered to myself, you can do this. You can do this. I simply needed my faith and knew that only God could carry me through. And out of the corner of my eye, my weeping eye, I saw Brielle slowly steady herself so she wouldn't fall. She leaned over and gently grabbed the bar of soap. In my mind, I thought this was such a proud mommy moment to see her take the soap and wash herself like an independent child. But then as she placed the pink marbleized soap in her tiny hands, I felt the true presence of God at that very moment. She didn't begin washing herself, but with a servant's mentality and heart, she began to wash my feet. Yes, she was washing my feet. She took her time from the very tips of my toes up to my ankle and then to the next foot. She took her time as I looked down at the beautiful scene God had placed before me. I heard him say, I know you are tired. You have been serving my child for five years. It's time to let her serve you. My exhausted tears changed into tears of renewal and strength. And as much as I thought I needed those 10 to 15 minutes to myself, what I really needed was to feel and be reminded, how are we serving that we will leave a lasting legacy in the lives of others, just like Brielle had done for me that day? 
Today, leaders, I want to encourage you to simply take the time to wash someone's feet, find the good in every situation, to encourage, inspire, and love them with an agape love like Jesus. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. John 13, 14 through 15. Megan's message is so tender and earnest, and I can tell you that this beautiful woman lives out the example each day as she lives, leads, and loves in all the spaces in her full life. Megan's story illustrates a few key points that speak deeply to me about what it means to be a servant leader, but not a martyr. We serve, we love, and there are times when we need to learn to be served. Her example stuns me when I think about what a beautiful and faith-filled sign she received through her beautiful daughter. Many of us understand what it feels like to become exhausted in our service to others, how tired our souls can become when we constantly are pouring out into others, which can be great fuel for our service-oriented hearts, but without boundaries can quickly shade into shadows around the edges of our lives and feel thankless at times because the work is never done. Never. When we fall into a trap of idolizing our title and losing ourselves in that service, we become prone to weakness and exhaustion. In the section on lead with faith, I spend time sharing about a time when I had been pouring out so hard as a leader, reserving no space for myself, that I blurred that fine line between martyrdom and servant leadership, where I believe that I've, I just gave every last inch of me, my health, my energy, parts of my marriage to the job or to being a mom, that those I served would notice, that my work would speak for itself and matter, that the title I held was so important that the service tied to it was all consuming in all areas of my life. What a confused and tormented pit that placed me in for a period of time, friends. I'm not saying our roles aren't important and that serving others through them in great love is not a high calling. I am advocating that we all consider that servant leadership is not martyrdom. When we idolize our title, it is easy to lose ourselves. Let's frame this service a smidge. Let's remember that we serve people in love, not because our title says we should. And maybe this one isn't a challenge for you, but it remains one for me, that we allow others to serve us, just as Jesus' disciples did and as tiny Brielle did for Megan in that moment, so that we can remember all our modeling of service is meant not only to serve others, but lead others in service as well. If we do not allow for others to serve, we think it's our title and only us that can do it. And we forget that we are modeling for those around us, that Jesus Christ washed the feet to show a model. And what would we want for those that we serve? What about right now for you, my friends? Are you finding yourself in this slippery slope of that blurred line while you traverse a new landscape of working from home while trying to care for an elderly parent and or homeschool your children? How about those of you who are working long hours away from home while children at your home are trying to learn and you're fretting over their academic life with a sitter or someone else and you're burning yourself out trying to make it all work? Any of you out there struggling to manage your own hits while tirelessly volunteering to pack and or deliver food, respond to neighborly needs, galvanize resources in the midst of this pandemic all while neglecting your own health? If you find yourself in one of those scenarios or somewhere of the myriad options in between, I want you to hear that you are not alone and that you have permission to stop and think it through. Look at that line and decide if you are martyring or serving. We are living and leading in times that have no rule book, no playbook, no map for how to adjust to the mental, physical, emotional, financial pivots we're all being called to make with varying degrees of moldability. There is no shame here, just caution. 
I understand fully there are heroes, for example, in our medical profession that have no other choice right now, and you are seen, loved, honored. May you have someone else in your life to step up and serve you while you continue to tirelessly tirelessly serve so many. To close this up, I want you to consider this quote by Mother Teresa. Not all of us can do great things, but we can do small things with great love. Let's serve others in great love, my friends. And let's do it with whole selves, able to be served when needed, restored in fervor, and on fire and purpose through servant leadership, not martyrdom. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you, listener, checking out this jolt episode. Hey, I want to see what you're seeing in the world. So hop on over to Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or wherever you want and pop out a quick sentence or a picture or something that inspired you this week. Let's let's share with one another. Show the community what you're seeing with your eyes to see the beauty in the world. Hashtag in awe to rise.